Welcome to Uncle Bob's Magic Cabinet, a mother-daughter podcast about all things magic and mythology and pop culture. We are on. Hey everyone, I'm Liam the daughter. I'm Lori and the mom. Welcome to Witch Whisper. Witch Whisper. All right, I got a good one today. I'm up oh, to bat. I'm so excited. I'm going to bring a little Halloween spooky flavor into the mix, which uh, when don't I do that? Right. But I'm going to continue to yes. do it. All right, I have been waiting to talk about this person for a while. Are you fucking ready? I am ready. All right, Screamin' Jay Hawkins. I love it. All right, so Screamin' Jay Hawkins wrote and recorded the song, I Put a Spell on You. The best version. It's the best version, which is why we needed to give him a little shout out. I love it. All right, that was in 1955. So Screamin' Jay Hawkins, born Jalousy Hawkins in 1929 in Cleveland, Ohio, was a singer, songwriter, musician, actor. And side note, we have a lot of listeners in Cleveland, Ohio. Yeah. I don't know how that happened, but like I love when Ohio comes up and I'm like, hey, hey guys, (laughs) what's up? Love you. All right. So he was known for his blues music, eccentric outfits, stage theatrics, and piano skills. Love that. Love. He found his way into the jazz and blues scene in the early 50s after a failed opera career. Really? Which is interesting. But it makes sense because he has that powerful voice. He does. Um, He was known for his unique styles of clothing. So he wore a lot of like leopard print, funky hats. You know, Mm -hmm. he was just a little wild and fun. But he really hit his stride with the release of I Put a Spell on You in 1956 is when it was released. Right. So the tune was actually originally supposed to be a slow, soothing ballad. Ooh. Okay. (laughs) Not what happened. Nope. Not at all. However, before the recording, Jay Hawkins had a little too much to drink. Oh, really? (laughs) Yes. Nice. And ended up kind of like wailing the song and letting out a lot of yells and grunts, screeches. If you haven't heard this original version, you have to. It's It's the best. so good. He just, like, didn't give a fuck because he was a little drunk. Right. Okay, so the result was a raw, intense, bold, sexually suggestive, and rather mystifying song. Very spooky. Very spooky. And it wasn't intended to be like that, which I think is so cool. Yeah. So the song took off, but it was actually banned on many radio stations because it was thought to sound too sexual and demonic because of all of these, like, Mm -hmm. animalistic noises that he made. After this, Screamin' Jay Hawkins really began to match his persona to the style of this song. So he, like, took that funk Uh from earlier and really, like, went crazy with it. He would rise from coffins on stage. Oh, wow. Wear capes and top hats, bones, and carry around a little fake skull on a stick that he called Henry. (laughs) Oh, my gosh. I remember. Do you? (laughs) I love that it's named Henry because that's, like, the least spooky name ever. I know. I wonder why it was called This is my skull, Henry. Henry. That's something we would do. Okay, so he would get so into these performances that people actually thought he was possessed. Oh, wow. And he claimed to be into magic, so that kind of only, okay. like, drove it home. Uh-huh. And people would often leave his shows feeling entranced. Ooh. Ooh. So people at the time didn't like this, uh-huh. and they would try to ban him from renting coffins. 
so that he couldn't perform like Seriously? that on stage. He should have just bought himself one. He did. He did bought he? he bought his fucking own <laughs> along with a hearse. He's like, fuck all of you. <laughs> I'm buy my own fucking coffin. Try me, bitch. No. <laughs> so you have to think in the 1950s, much more conservative. Yes, right. So this sexual spooky vibe was not happening at the time. Right. Often, if not ever. Right. Um, so this persona was met with some criticism. Because it seemed as though he was resorting to racial stereotypes okay. in order to stand out and maintain success. Mm, okay? Interesting. However, you also have people on the other side of that argument that feel that this persona was a bold, creative, and admirable choice at a time when blending in, going under the radar, and appeasing the white audience was at the forefront of music. Ooh, I okay, love so that. you kind of have two yeah. sides. So take from that what you will. Regardless, though, he is known as a founder of shock rock, okay, wow. which is a combination of rock music with theatrical live performances, often including shock elements. Think Alice Cooper. I was going to say the original. Right. Well, he before wa- Alice Cooper. Screaming Jay Hawkins did it first, baby. Um, so after I put a spell on you, he went on to release more spooky, cool music and star in movies, most notably Mystery Train and A Rage in Harlem. Ooh. Okay. But I put a spell on you was kind of his big thing. His signature. Yes. So he died at the age of 70 in 2000 from complications due to an aneurysm. Oh, wow. I know. There's actually a documentary about his life called I Put a Spell on Me. <laughs> I love I love that play on words. I love that. Uh, you can find it on YouTube. Oh, my gosh. Just really? type it into YouTube. Yep. Um, in the documentary, I really liked it. A lot of other artists talk about his impact, okay. saying that he crafted a unique persona for himself that was comical yet scary and held it down with pure talent. Like it that. only worked because he was so fucking talented. Right. Okay. Right. I absolutely love this. I did not know that he was considered a founder of Shock Rock. No. Which we love. Right. Like Rob Zombie, Alice Cooper, that yeah. kind of vibe. Yeah. He kicked it off. He did it first. With that creepy as hell, I put a spell on you. Oh my gosh, so good. It's so haunting. So I love good. it so much. So here's some side notes. I love it. This has to be one of the most frequently covered songs in the history of music. Like literally. I agree. And I'm not even going to say it, but I'm I'm waiting. What? No, go ahead. Oh, Okay. Most famously, Nina Simone. Is that what you were going to... I wasn't... I was going to say Frank Sinatra. Frank Sinatra did too? I I thought he did. And I thought he did the original soft. Oh, so he like... (laughs) He bored it down. (laughs) Ew, of course you did Frank Sinatra. Jake's giving us the thumbs up, so... I I thought that's... (laughs) Way to take everything and make it boring, Frankie. No, just kidding. (laughs) I'm just kidding. Okay, but Nina Simone's version, I think, is one of the most. Mm -hmm. um, And she like saw a lot of success with that cover. You know I love me some Nina Simone. I know you do. That's why I, I figured yep. you were waiting to say her. Um, Hocus Pocus, obviously Bette Midler, of the course. best. And yep. Annie Lennox recently did it, I think, for like the Fifty Shades of Grey soundtrack really? or something. Yeah. Okay. Um, it was on Rolling Stone Magazine's 500 Greatest Songs of All Time list. I love that. And I would agree with that 100%. I would also yes. agree with that. He has yet to be acknowledged by the Rock and Roll Hall of Fame. I don't like that. I don't like that. You, you can ask Jake. I was like, I'm fucking pissed. <laughs> Like, How are you the founder of Shock Rock and you've not been inducted into the exactly. Rock and Roll Hall of Fame? Exactly. Get it together. And he's from Ohio. Get it. Oh. Get oh. it together. Double fucking whammy. What's wrong with you people? You know what? I'm starting a petition right now. Get it together. <laughs> We're all going to sign it. Screaming <laughs> Jay Hawkins needs to be recognized by yes. the Rock and Roll Hall of Fame. Yes. I highly suggest looking him up on YouTube 
watch the documentary if you can. There's tons of video clips of his performances. He's very eerie. He's got such a cool vibe, very powerful. Definitely fits our spooky aesthetic that we love here. I love it. So that is Screamin' Jay Hawkins. I just had to give a little nod. I see a vinyl album cover coming into the studio. Oh my god. Yes. Yes. I would love to. Let's do it. Oh my gosh. So yay, give it up for Screamin' Jay Hawkins. Yay. Wee. And Rock and Roll Hall of Fame, fuck you. No, I'm just kidding. (laughs) (laughs) So what do you think? I love that. I love that song and I love his version. I think it is absolutely the best. I didn't know all of that about him. I didn't either. So I originally... Originally wanted to just do the song. Mm-hmm. I put a spell on you, and that kind of led me into like realizing that he doesn't get the credit yeah. that he deserves a right. lot. So I was like, you know what? Yeah. No, we're gonna do Screaming Jay Hawkins. Yeah, do him, yeah. yeah. <laughs> we're gonna do. <laughs> <laughs> Sorry, the way you said, uh, dirty. <laughs> Oh, my gosh. So go listen to his music. Oh, so uh, good. Super cool, especially around Halloween. Like, you just oh, yeah. you just have to. Yeah. And then go listen to Frank Sinatra's Watered oh, Down. Watered Down version. Mm, I think I'll pass on that. Exactly. I'm going to piss so many Frank Sinatra fans off. That's fine. Stay in your lane, Frankie. Yeah, stay in your fucking lane. Leave it to Screaming Jay. All right. Well... That is my Witch Whisperer this week. I love it. Thank you for covering that. That's so awesome. You're very welcome. I hope you enjoyed it. All right. Then catch us on Friday for our full-length episode. Hell yeah. TTFN. Cut, print, check the gate. Moving on.